Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy. Four, five, six. B-I-G. Ah! Anyone else notice how Kevin keeps saying MCU universe? You know what the U of MCU stands for, Kevin? Kevin! Somewhere down, somewhere down. Just because we're not working together anymore. Are you serious? Are you kidding me right now? You just this moment, this beautiful tender moment with your accordion. You just whipped out your accordion. You it, man. God. I'm so sorry about that. Um, where was I? Uh, it's gone. It's gone. Yeah gone and now i'm Hulk hogan by the way our feature presentation morning everybody brand new kevin and bean show it's monday morning the 13th of may what's up butt nuggets oh, oh he's wow. back and he's feisty vacation bean <laughs> butt nuggets all right Oof. look 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 <sighs> you know they have taylor swift fans are swifties mm-hmm. right so everybody, everybody has to have a name, and I thought we could be the Butt Nuggets. How does that, like Swifties, are from Swift? What does Butt Nuggets come from? But have you heard, have you heard the show? Right. I'm more concerned for our merch. Mm. I can't yes. wait for our merch. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to see the logo of Butt Nuggets. <laughs> so how is everybody? Good. How are you? How was your uh, your trip? Just a long way, you guys. Yeah. It's a long way. That's the the sixth time Donna and I have driven across country Mm -hmm. in the last three years. Six times. Yeah. Yeah. 3,000 miles each way. Yeah. And you do this because your dog can't fly, correct? That's right. That's right. Okay. And um, I'll tell you later how I uh, cheated certain death. (gasps) It was was very serious. A uh, fire was involved. Wow. Wow. A nine one one call was involved. Wow, yeah. man! It was it was legit. Uh, so I'll tell you about that uh, a little bit later on. Uh, Chip, what'd you do for Mother's Day? Mm. Oh, that's oh. just me. Trying to you. Just trying to catch up. <laughs> catch up with my friends. Yeah, friends. So. Fuck. <laughs> How about that? I'm not feeling that from her right now. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Uh, so I have so many questions from the days that I was out, but um, I understand we have a segment later. Will I, we do. Will I hear? Will I hear about uh, the fired king of the Zero Club? Will I hear about that later? Oh, oh possibly, you weren't even here yeah. for that. Wow. Yes. Mm-hmm. We'll catch you up on some stuff. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. Good. Because that's one of the funniest things <laughs> I, I've ever heard. Yeah, it's hilarious. And will I hear at some point about how Kevin was informed by the police that he could not go home? 
Sure. Well, I hear that story as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, from Friday night, yeah. Wow. Good a lot times. Of drama. A lot yep. of drama. I, I step away for a few days, you guys. <laughs> All yeah. hell breaks you just, loose. You just get lawless. You're the one that just keeps everybody under control. I guess That's your so. Role. When you're gone, yeah, it's absolute anarchy. Mm-hmm. It sounds like it. <laughs> all right. Well, I, I'm looking forward to all of that and uh, more on today's show. But I do want to start with uh, this thing, which is from the uh, Daily Mirror, UK newspaper. Woman excitedly confirms engagement, but people are horrified to see her ring. Horrified to see her ring. She was delighted with her unusual ring and shared a photo online, but others were not as open to the unique design. <laughs> Engagement rings are very special to every couple, a promise of an exciting future and a romantic commitment. And while every ring is different, all that matters is the person popping the question manages to pick one their partner likes, right? Well, people were disgusted when they saw the ring one boyfriend used to ask his girlfriend to be his bride. And disgusted. I asked the room. Not surprised, but disgusted. Why were they disgusted by the ring that he used to propose? I mean, I I can't think of much, but I, I want to say that he used... Some, no, that's <laughs> our name, please. Something um, body part related. Oh. Um, you so are the correct. What? I'm correct. You He's are correct. correct. It is body part related. That's really all I got. Oh, is no. It, is it someone's beehole? Oh. How would yep. that even work? I don't know how it would work. How can I'm you just looking for something that's yeah. a ring. But how do you put a beehole on somebody's finger? Hey, I'm not the one that's making up this story. <laughs> I didn't make it up either. I mean, it is really on your finger if... You just go in there. <laughs> yeah, right? but that's not... You can't yeah. walk around like... Okay. You can't, Let's, can't take that to brunch to show the girls. Look, though. we don't know. Shouldn't. You said people were horrified. That would be. fit. I thought about teeth. I thought about... Ooh, teeth is good. Oh. Um, I mean, tes- testicle. Okay. Uh, is Was it a, a a liquid used to make some something in the diamond? Like people were discussed. Oh, you wish there were a diamond, Allie. Yeah. Oh. Pray for a diamond. Oh, no. <laughs> people were disgusted when they saw the ring one boyfriend used to ask his girlfriend to be his bride because it was made from his own hair. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the excited woman shared a snap of her hand wearing the ring, showing hundreds of strands of hair looped around her finger. Oh. She wrote, and by the way, when I read this quote from the new fiancé, you'll wonder why anyone wants to marry her. My boyfie is now my fiance. <laughs> my boyfie. That's more disgusting than the hair ring. <laughs> it is. Uh, she continues, he proposed with a ring made from a lock of his own hair. This is a placeholder until my more intricately ah. woven band is done. So, so still hair? Apparently they have discussed a different ring. And I guess that's not uncommon. We've seen people just caught up in the passion who will use like a little, you know, like a little bread uh, bag tie or something mm-hmm. like that just to represent the ring. Um, a screenshot of her message was posted on the Facebook uh, group. Um, that's it. I'm ring shaming. <laughs> and has unsurprisingly attracted a lot of comments. One wrote, no matter how much I love the dude, I don't think I'd ever in a million years wear his hair on my finger. And here's my favorite. Another commented. Did this woman pull his hair from the drain and just wrap it around oh. her finger? Oh, yes. City. Does he oh. even know they are engaged? Does he oh. even exist? That's another oh. great question. No. <laughs> there's no guy. There's no his hair. There's a this boy fee. Come on. There's no boy fee. <laughs> no boy fee. No. no boy fee. Nope. Others questioned which part of his body the hair All had right. come oh. from. Yes. Oh, no. Now I'm in. 
Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we are back. What's going on? Right? Yeah. So if there's if there's an update, I will keep you posted. But there's a lot to lot to think about in that story of her boyfriend, isn't there? Uh, that's pretty sweet. I, I don't want to think too long. <laughs> I I'm not going to be able to think about anything else. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about today's Kevin and Beach show, shall we? Ah, uh, this is what we get to wake up to. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin annoys you. Got a brand new episode of that. Well, it's been like years. It has been a while, yeah. How did Kevin Annoys You come back? I'll explain. I missed the meeting. I'll explain. Okay. Dave uh, sent me an email, and I immediately responded, perfect, let's do it tomorrow. We did it. Wow. Okay. So, You're excited to annoy. I got to tell you that it is a pretty weirdly satisfying thing to see fear in people's eyes as I walk by. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> that, that, I mean, it happens more than you think. That's probably true, yeah. Um, also on the program today, we're going to recap Guy's Night Out, which that was quite interesting. Did this anyone... police tape. Yeah. Anyone yeah. actually show up? Were they allowed? Well, that's the interesting part. We're going to talk about it in 20 minutes, I'll tell okay. you. But uh, yeah, too many. Not not too many overall, but too many showed up considering the circumstances. Interesting. Yeah. Like tunneling their way in? Yes. Oh, dear. Every single person <laughs> that was there, like, oh, yeah, I climbed a fence. <laughs> wow. This is, crazy. this is the best way to run a promotion. I think it is. I felt like afterwards, like in retrospect, I was like, that went well. Yeah. Okay. So uh, we also have a fast food report mm-hmm. with Jensen. We have uh, great news as we do on Mondays. We have to catch Bean up on many different things that he missed yeah. last week. Most Absolutely. Clownvis. Clownvis oh, yeah. especially. I mean, if you miss, I heard a guy say, if you miss a week, you miss a lot. No, that's not true. But we do have a few things to catch up on. Okay. Uh, cheers with Beer Mug on the program today. Oh, fantastic. It's my favorite. Uh, Jensen, and you missed this too, Bean. Jensen went crazy over Pikachu. Yeah. It was well, creepy. Detective Pikachu. There's a difference. Sorry, Detective yeah. Pikachu. <laughs> yeah. Like he just latched onto the fact that merely changing hats makes mm-hmm. him a detective, <laughs> and he talked about it as much as Allie did Jeopardy. It was insane. Oh, no. And we like, stop talking about it. And it might turn into my Pe- uh, Peaky Blinders because I saw it like, twice. Like, I saw it twice this week. No, you <laughs> did. You did not I see did. Pikachu twice I, this week. No, I didn't. I saw Detective Pikachu oh, twice. Put some respect on his name. And yeah, twice I, in one weekend. I saw it twice in a weekend. What a psycho! What a psycho indeed! <laughs> it's so good. Wait till we get to the review. I, I don't know anything about Pikachu. Neither do I. Again, but but yeah, excuse me. I don't Sorry. know anything about Pikachu either. What <laughs> okay. I'm saying is, Detective Pikachu. We're gonna get into it. But it's real good. What I'm saying, okay. Bean, is that during the show he was on eBay and he started yelling, "There's a hat! I can buy a hat! Everybody, come look!" <laughs> I've, I've also started the morning again trying to figure out what the lowest price I could get on the mask is. <laughs> He's losing it. Somebody has his Halloween costume picked out. I mean, or just every day, but yes. And also uh, our friend Steve-O stops by. Oh, I love Steve-O love so much. Steve-O as much uh, as well. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back with what's happening next. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. I'm very excited to hear what Allie has in store for us. Time for... First look at what's happening here on a Monday morning. Well, let's talk a little box office, shall we? Sure. All right. That Avengers Endgame, still doing pretty good at the box office. Oh, oh people like the Avengers Yeah, movies? it turns out oh. they like it. Uh, by the way, this is the third weekend in a row. Uh, what do you think it, it brought in this weekend? Again, it's third weekend in theaters. I will say $6,500. Oh, no, a little low. Uh, I will say, what did you say? 6499 6, 
Okay. I will say <laughs> 75 million. Oh. Well, you are the closest. 63 million. Oh. That is Whoa. insane, Third you guys. Weekend, nuts. Third weekend, 63 million. Do you know who would love that for a total? Most movies. Most movies. Yeah, yeah. sure. I mean, for their entire run. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Just insane. Uh, globally, the Marvel Disney juggernaut grabbed another one hundred and two point three, you know, billion dollars, bringing its global haul to two point five billion. That that is, is not a real number. No. Two point five billion dollars. Do not go up that high. In three weeks, that's within striking distance of Avatar's two point nine billion, which it had over overall. How did Avatar make that? Right? I don't, that's I a still great don't question. Know. I don't remember I still that. Still do not know. It is insane. Uh, coming in at number two, Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Yeah, 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 yeah. Remix. The crowd is remixed. <laughs> That brought in 58 million bucks, Jensen. And I was 54 of it. Excellent. Do you mind if I just interrupt for a second? Uh-huh. You saw it twice? Yeah. This weekend? I did. Because okay. something happened to the film the first time, and they said, come on back, we'll make it up to you. No, I saw it no? twice out of just pure need. Jensen, were you the only adult in the theater by himself? I think I was the only adult in the theater who didn't like who wasn't obsessed with Pokemon mm-hmm. by myself, but there were other people who were like cheering when certain Pokemon ended up on the screen and stuff. But I was like, he just looks cute to me. Don't, I don't worry, know man. Name. You'll get there. Yeah. You'll get there. I do think I'm flagged on some sort of like uh, <laughs> legal list of people in my my neighborhood now though. At least you didn't post a picture of yourself holding a detective Pikachu uh, little animal in your lab. Oh, no, oh he brought happened, a doll. Did it? He oh. brought a doll. Oh no. He brought a doll. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> Jensen. Yeah. Well, it's, you, not, it's you, not a doll. It's a plush, but sure. <laughs> My God. <laughs> He's nuts. We've lost him. All right. That was number two. Coming in third, The Hustle. Number four, The Intruder. And rounding out the top five, Long Shot. It's just nuts, you guys. <laughs> He's absolutely lost it. You guys, great movie. Yeah. You guys. Kevin, uh, you, Kevin you see Long Shot? I did not. Because that's, that's, all, that's all you. Yeah, Charlie's and Seth see. Rogen. Yeah. Okay. It looked funny to me, but I didn't have to. Yeah. He's uh, too busy, you know, I, tunneling through and climbing over. I've been busy weekend. I have stuff to do. Yeah, I know. You're very busy. Places to go, people to meet. Mm-hmm. Sure. Hey, coming up, we're going to talk about um, some some shows that were renewed for an extraordinary amount of seasons because it never happens. Unless... Yeah, usually you find at the last second you're renewed for next year. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like half half of next year. Yeah, and then we'll we'll look at it again. They're like, yeah, but we cut your your series order down. So, but you're to you're three. happy with that, right? <laughs> yeah, not in this case. We'll talk about that coming up. But first, a lot of birthdays today: Stevie Wonder, Harvey Keitel, Robert Pattinson, Dennis Rodman, Stephen Colbert, Darius Rucker, mm. Lena Dunham, and I believe he's your favorite rapper, mm-hmm. Pusha T. Damn, son, where'd you find this? He's my fave. That's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. All right, Friday night we had Guy's Night Out at the Bicycle Hotel and Casino. And uh, it was odd. I have to be honest. It was one of the weirdest, strangest things that's ever happened. Before you even got into the hotel, it was one of the strangest, (laughs) weirdest things that ever happened. You mean because of NyQuil Friday? No, no, just because of, just, well, oh, well see, you, here's the uh, thing, is that I went down after work to the co- casino so I could sleep. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, so you were already inside the police tape. Yes, right, gotcha. because of NyQuil Friday. So then I go down there, and, I, you know, I'm fine, laying around watching TV, whatever. Then I come down, and everybody's looking around like, 
this is the craziest thing that's ever happened. The first guy I talked to that I have no idea who he was said these words. Um, uh, the, the hotel is closed off and someone caught a shot, uh, uh, shot a cop and he's in the hotel. Oh no. oh, no. You know how that happens? What? Like, uh, oh. you know, like. A game of telephone. Type yeah, of thing. yeah. When when big things like that happen and no one really knows, right. it had so nothing. So had, you actually thought there might be an active shooter in the hotel? I mean, for one second, but then somebody yeah. else was like, no, that's, that's ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It has nothing to do with the hotel, but there was a car chase and a shootout on Friday. And they were collecting evidence in front of the hotel. So there was a crime scene tape, and it was blocking all people coming into the casino and all the other businesses on that street, and all people leaving. You couldn't do either. Oh, wow. You couldn't show up or leave. Yeah, when I pulled off the freeway, they had just started kind of uh, blocking off the lanes going mm-hmm. towards the casino. And- hey, Omar. Hey, how are you? <laughs> and uh, so I called Dave. I'm like, dude, what's happening? And he's already inside the casino. And he heard from a dude that somebody got <laughs> oh, shot no. on the street by the casino. So that's why they were closing everything off. And I had to circle around three times, park in an IHOP parking lot, hop a little fence oh, to geez. get into the casino. With all of your DJ stuff. Well, mm-hmm. I had to leave it behind. So it was the easiest gig ever because I just showed up, had a beer, and there was nothing for me to do. So I left. I was finally like, hey, Omar, your equipment's still in your car, a mile from here or whatever. Yeah, right. Uh, you know, you could probably go if you're yeah, not doing yeah. I was like, okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. What a nightmare. <laughs> it was crazy. So then as, as the night went on, we started learning, oh, it wasn't that. They're just looking for evidence, like uh, ca- casings from guns and stuff. They're just looking because there was an actual shootout back and forth between police. It ended about four or five miles away. Oh, in Vernon, yes. On, yeah, in Vernon. And uh, and that was a full-on shootout where they were but shooting wait. at Scott Scott's shooting at them. How did the hotel, how did the bike get involved in it? It wasn't. It was just pers- the, it was just the street in front of it. I guess mm-hmm. they had gone down and the yeah, guy was well, shooting. They passed it the car in the course of, passed right in front yeah, of Yeah, so the guy is shooting, shot. and yeah. so now they have to coordinate it off, make sure it's an active crime scene so everybody yeah. can't go anywhere. So you canceled it, right? Well, no, we didn't cancel it oh. because this is what I love about my peeps. Mm-hmm. They did the same thing Omar did. Yeah. Right. They would circle and then they'd find some place to park a eh, mile away, half mile away, <laughs> some of them. Wow. And then they would walk up to the hotel, which has crime scene tape in the front of it. <laughs> and they would go, hey, uh, I need to be in there. I'm supposed to be playing poker. Yeah. Our listeners have a gambling problem. That's my point. By the time I got there, the cop was off. K-Rock, he's like, yeah, okay, the fence is over there. So they yeah. had all heard they it. Are, yeah. oh, fence wow. is over there. Yeah. So yeah. basically everybody was told, here's the spot. It's yeah. a pretty low fence. Just You're going to have to jump it, but then wow. you can go in. Except for Bicycle Casino Security, who wouldn't let Beer Mug in. They're like, no, nope. oh, yeah. They're like, ah, no, no one's getting in or out right now. It's on lockdown. And he's oh like, but gosh. I have a gig. Oh, no. no. So, how long does this ordeal go for? Well, it was uh, 8.30-ish. Mm-hmm. The, the night started at 9. Yeah. And they said, uh, probably no one will get out or come in uh, till tomorrow. What? That, that's the first thing that we heard. And then we were like, okay, okay, fine. So, then we started playing poker and it got to be midnight. Mm-hmm. And we asked again. And still, still looking for evidence. Can't leave. Can't show up. So oh then we just gosh. kept playing poker. I just thought I'm gonna mm-hmm. play poker till I can actually leave. <laughs> May I pause for one second? Yeah. Why? I don't understand. Why wouldn't they let people 
leave. Because they don't want the any... hotel was involved in the, no, the shootout. But if you walk out on the street, you could tamper a crime scene. Yeah. You, basically, the you entrance, could affect it. The entrance was right where the crime scene was at. Wow. Yeah. yeah. For the entrance. So the you think, lots. well, I, I guess I now live in this hotel. Yeah. <laughs> I just figured I was do the show from there this morning and everything <laughs> would be cool. But about, I don't know, maybe one thirty in the morning, we were still playing poker and finally somebody goes, hey, uh, you can leave now. And we were like, woohoo. And we many... played another four or five hands and then we left. How many listeners do you think showed up? Here's That's the most interesting part, <laughs> yeah. is at the very beginning, maybe there were 45, 50. That's still too many. No, no, that's think? at the beginning. Yeah, because a lot of people showed up before. Like, oh, before yeah. they, they, they locked it down. Okay. But then, when but you then see people, people started trickling, trickling in. in. And they're like, yeah, how to get through the cops. <laughs> Every <laughs> single person has a story of, A, speaking to the cops and getting yeah. turned down until they found the one cop that was nice and letting them through, and B, all of them jumped the fence. Unbelievable. I mean, I like our show, but I don't like our show enough to <laughs> oh, jump a fence. It, I or... don't think it's our show. I think it's degenerate gamblers. Oh, that's fair. Can I just say yeah. that I would have, even though you were in no uh, danger and you were doing exactly what you planned on doing that night and you were having a good time, mm-hmm. I still would have freaked out Why? by not being able to leave. It would have driven me. I mean, I would have felt like one of those uh, one of those. Uh, Chilean miners that were stuck underground for a year. Great example. Might I suggest that it's the bicycle hotel and casino? Uh So there are there are rooms. There are rooms. There's food. There's beverages. Correct. There's everything you need. All sorts of stuff you can have. But the Chilean miners had that stuff too. Rooms. Let me give you a good example though. When you okay, go with me on this. All right. When you have when you have surgery or a medical procedure and they tell you you can't eat until noon or so, it's all of a sudden you're hungrier than you've ever been. You're like even if you ordinarily wouldn't have eaten because they tell you you can't eat, you are starving. Hey, just a quick quick. Question. That's how I would have felt. No, hold on. That's how I would have felt at the hotel because even if I wouldn't have wanted to leave anyway, once they say you're locked down, you can't leave. Uh, now I'm freaking out. Kevin, how much food is in the casino? There turns out to be enough food for people to eat. Okay, okay good uh-huh. to hear. Good yeah. to hear. Just for, for quite that example. Some time. Yeah, just for the what, example of not being for quite able to some eat. Time. Yeah. What about oxygen, though? Were you guys playing okay? oxygen? <laughs> <laughs> no worries. It was funny how everybody yeah. just everybody got in there and everybody sat down at a table and then it was like, look. Uh, there's a shooting, you know, they're looking for evidence outside. What am I supposed to do? Let's play poker. And I was killing it, so I didn't want to leave. <laughs> but we ended up finally being able to go home at about 1.30 in the morning, and that was uh, that was a good what time. What a night. Wow. God bless our listeners, God bless our listeners. Or they need to call 1-800-GAMBLER. <laughs> <laughs> it's Kevin and Bean. K-U-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
doing here? Uh, listen, I get you up on the things from QSRs, which are known as quick service restaurants, and something I call the fast food report. KROQ 106.7 FM, through the magical wonderment of radio airwaves, brings you the fast food report. With your dude with the lowdown on chain restaurant food, Jensen Carp. Pooped my pants. He'll get his hands dirty with grease and face covered in cheese. He's your direct line to delicacies and calories. He's Jensen Carp. Take it away, gumshoe. Oh, thank you, detective. Uh, wow. Okay, <laughs> so here we go. I'm ready to get you up on some foods. Then I'm going to ask you if you will eat it or beat it. Will you be into these things when they are released in your area? That's all I'm asking. Okay. All right, here we go. Question for you guys. Uh, Try to follow along. Do you like Cinnabon? Yes. Sure. Do you like biscuits? Yes. Yes. Okay, well, KFC does the unthinkable. Eat it. May I present Mm -hmm. the Cinnabon uh, dessert biscuit? A Cinnabon dessert biscuit. Available through June 30th only. Why are you still talking? Okay, the chain has combined their (laughs) world-famous biscuits with the sugary goodness of Cinnabon's brown sugar glaze and cream cheese frosting, mashing them up for only a dollar a biscuit or three for a pack of four. That's crazy. Wow. Uh, They're letting you save that $1 for the eventual diabetes treatment. (laughs) Customers can also get a four-pack for free with any 10-piece meal or larger. So I ask you, does the KFC Cinnabon dessert biscuit give you a confection, midsection erection? In other words, eat it or beat it. First, we'll go with Allie. I'm going to eat it, Jensen. Kevin, as if I have any question. That was obvious. Bean, where are we at? Eat it or beat it. Shut up and take my money. Uh, All right. There we go. Uh, Let's move on. As a child, nothing meant more to me than my mother's love. But second to that was the taste of Golden King's Hawaiian bread. And oh, now, I love it. So good. And now, following the lead of Arby's, Sonic introduced for a limited time the King's Hawaiian Burger Club. It features a pure beef patty topped with bacon, lettuce, tomato, Swiss cheese, and Sonic's signature sauce, all on a King's Hawaiian bun. Mm. It's priced at $4.99, so I ask you, the King's Hawaiian Burger Club from Sonic, do you say aloha or... <laughs> Or aloha. Let's just see. Eat it or beat it. Let's start with bean. Um, I think all hamburger buns should now be made of King Hawaiian since somebody just thought of it. I'm way in. Eat it. Eat it. Eat and it. Eat it. Aloha. Well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, eat it. Oh, eat okay, it. okay yeah. good. Could have been either way. Could have. Uh, so far, we are two for two. All right. Can we keep the streak alive? Next, from the Netherlands. You do not want to miss this meal edition. The Stroop Waffle McFlurry. <laughs> what? Oh, this is real. Uh, explain. All right. It's a vanilla soft serve mixed with a caramel swirl featuring authentic chopped Dutch Daleman Stroop Waffle caramel waffle cookie pieces. Those are the thin, round waffle cookies that usually have syrup in the middle. Do you know what I'm talking yeah, yeah, about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, they made a McFlurry out of that, and they're the best thing out of the Netherlands since Anne Frank. So I ask you. Oh, my God. I ask you, is it the Netherland or the Neverland? Eat it or beat it, kind of, or also drink it or sink it. It's kind of both, right? Okay. Okay, Kevin, first. Eat it, drink it. Drink it. Allie? Uh, Sounds amazing. Drink it. Eat and eat it. Drink it. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay, Bean. Uh, this is the most delicious fast food report ever. <laughs> right. I am 110% in. Eat it, drink it. Okay. So far, we three are three. three. For, can I continue the streak? Sure. This one's for the lady. For the first time in five years, Dr. Pepper is offering a mm. new flavor. Okay. Yes. 
All right. Part of a promotional tie-in with the new Spider-Man Far From Home movie. Mm -hmm. And it's called Dr. Pepper Darkberry. Oh. It's the classic Dr. Pepper flavor that fans love, but it brings out the dark side with tangy fruit flavors like blackberry, black currant, and black cherry. It's like a goth Dr. Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> the new limited edition Dr. Uh, uh, Dr. Pepper flavor can be found in 12 packs or in a 20-ounce liter bottle. So I ask you, once you go black, mm -hmm. do you go back, drink it, or sink it? I am going to um, keep my head up because the darker the berry, the sweeter the juice. Mm -hmm. And I am going to drink the hell out of that. Okay, I'm going to ask uh, Kevin next. We have a streak on the line. Kevin, where are you? I'm going to drink the hell out of it. We are now in the midst of our first perfect fast food report. Oh, this feels it good. all goes to Bean. It's on his shoulders. Bean, the Spider-Man Dr. Pepper, are you drinking it or sinking it? It sounds racist. Well, that is... That's <laughs> not the point. That's not the point. Remember, it's all Spider-Man, Tom Holland. He uh, seems like a pretty cool dude. Uh, the, the, what's it called? The Dr. Pepper Dark what? Uh, well, it's called the uh, Dr. Pepper Dark Berry. Okay. Uh, it sounds delicious. I continue the streak, and I will drink it. Look at that. Guys, our first ever perfect fast wow. food report. I could not be more excited, and that is what I love. <laughs> Signing off for Carol Q 106.7 FM. That was the Fast Food Report with Jensen Carp. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Kevin, we decided that uh, before the show ended, we were going to get in on Game of Thrones in this uh, the final season. Yeah. Did you, did you watch last night? I did. Very chill. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? Sure. Almost very fell asleep. Chill. Yeah. yeah, very low-key episode. Nothing going on. Why didn't anyone tell us about this show? I think they don't like us. Why didn't somebody at some point in the last seven years say, hey, guys, maybe you ought to check out this Game of Thrones at HBO. I think you might like it. By the way, while you were gone, Bean, I got roasted for being fine with just watching the final season and not wanting to go back and start from the beginning. They made fun of me for quite some time. Well, I think I last night would be a, a clear example of why you should watch the rest. Because and I'm going to say I agree were, with you because that was confusing. And oh, okay. people were irate at yesterday's episode. Like so mad they felt like they have wasted seven years of their life watching the show. And Bean was like, oh, I thought it was pretty good. It's because you don't know how. Like, Okay, then you're, then you're making our case, which is why should we go back and watch wow. the other episodes so that last night wasn't good. Now, now I'm making your case. But before it was just come on. I'm, come I'm on. just saying. I'm just saying we're doing the right thing, okay. and I bring it up because we have a pair of tickets to the Game of Thrones live concert experience at the Five Point Amphitheater and the Hollywood Bowl. Both shows in October. Tickets are going on sale today at 10 a.m. at LiveNation.com. So if you're going to be missing Game of Thrones in October and wanting to hear that music again, you'll have a chance to buy those tickets this morning at 10 a.m. at LiveNation.com, and we're going to give away a pair a little bit later on on this morning's program as well. It's time for Kevin. Kevin, Kevin, Kevin. you. It's the first time I've done it at this building mm -hmm. where I go around to employees who are not happy to see me and I mm -hmm. do something that's super annoying to them. Okay. And in the new building, there are a lot of people who probably don't even know who you are. Correct. Yes. So you're just weird white guy walking in, being annoying. <laughs> I've always been <laughs> weird white guy, white guy walking in. So the company last week... They make us change our password, what, every six hours? It's, it seems like it, yeah. It's yes. ridiculous. Days? What is it? It's like every six months, though, easily, right? Oh, no. Oh, even, it's like every three months. More yeah. than that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that's annoying. Mm -hmm. 
So then Very last, much so. So then last week, a lot of people hadn't done it yet. So the company took the weird stance of, we're going to send out a mass email that has everybody's name on it to shame them into changing their password. Yeah, anyone who hadn't done it yet was listed on this And thing. I'm telling you that it was a list in small print. Yeah. It was four pages long. Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. a lot of people. It was, like, it was like 200 people. It was everybody that works here. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, of course, I'm the person who follows rules a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, actually, I'm the one who usually is the last one to change my password. But this time I said to Dave, Dave, I don't know how to change my password. Can you do it for me? And then he changed my password. So now I'm good. Mm-hmm. So then we took a bullhorn and we started walking around to different people that were on the list Uh-oh. and yelling at them about not changing their password. I feel like being on a list has uh, always been a bad thing. <laughs> a bad thing. As a Jew, I can, I can confirm that. You can that. attest to that? Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess it was a good thing for us. Schindler's List. Right. We were pulled out. It's true. Wow, I feel like that was a... Well, maybe I should. I'm never going to change my email again. <laughs> that was a distraction. <laughs> so the first person we went to is Cody, who runs the digital department. Mm-hmm. And I'm relatively sure that he was hungover, and I'm relatively sure that the bullhorn is not exactly what he wanted <laughs> to hear at that time. Cody Black, you're on the list of people who have not changed your password. Why haven't you changed your password? Leave me alone. It's important. <laughs> Leave me alone. Leave me alone. <laughs> and the bullhorn is, you know, six inches from his head. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Like you do. Uh, Mike Salas is the guy who works here. He's the head of promotions. And coolest we were, guy in the world. Coolest guy in the world. But we were looking all over for him. We couldn't find him. And then we realized, oh, he's. we think he's in a meeting in that oh, room. no. <laughs> with another radio station. So it's him and then everyone else I don't know. But before we went in, we realized there's no windows into that conference room. So... We don't even know if he's in there. So we just said, eh, let's go for it. So we just opened the door, walked in, me, Bullhorn, two cameras behind me, saw Mike Salas and attacked. Mike Salas? Yes, hi. You're not here on my paperwork that you have not changed your password? Probably 13 people other than him in the room. <laughs> you don't know who's in there, Jeffrey. No idea. Jeffrey Intercom should be in there. Don't even know. The company says change your password and you have not done it. Why? Why? Why haven't you changed your password? I'm delinquent. Delinquent? This is, again, Kevin, a guy who changed his password 90 seconds Correct. before he attacked <laughs> I was taking care of business, Bean. <laughs> By the way, also, everyone in the building just about to a, to a person said, oh, I already, I did change it. Right. And so then I lied. I was like, this list just came out today. I have no idea what this is. <laughs> just so that I could yell at more people. Mr. Weatherby is our boss, and his door, oh, was, no. his door was closed, and he was having a meeting. So then I found out from his assistant who was in the meeting, and I know her. So I was like, oh, this is good. Let's just go. Let's just bust into his office, keep her out of it, but let's yell at Mr. Weatherby. Kevin Weatherly, you're on the list of people who have not changed your password. That is not accurate. I am a rule follower. My password has changed. Why is yours not? I haven't changed my password yesterday. I'm. Oh, is that right? Yes. Oh, it doesn't say here on the list. You're on the list. That list is old. The list is not old. Send out today. Change your password. Now I'm just just flat out lying. This just came out. And I love, by the way, that you're actually just having a casual conversation through a bullhorn. It's not like you're just making an announcement. Even for the rest of the talk, it's through the bullhorn. I'm watching this uh, video right now. Nobody is excited to see you, Kevin. It's really something. Uh, Yes, we put it up on all the social media. Uh, And finally, Miles, our music director. 
uh, was sitting there, and he didn't look like he was having a, a great time, so I decided to attack him. And in this particular case, I actually, I believe, rested the bullhorn on his head. Oh, oh you want that. While speaking. Miles. Kevin. Hi. Director. What's going on? You haven't changed your password. I changed my password. Change your password. You must comply or you will die. <laughs> I'll change my password. Kevin. Kevin. He came in. Yeah. I didn't get the memo about you must comply or you will die, though. That's just, I added that. But I'll tell you okay. what else is fun, though, Bean, is that me with a bullhorn, Dave the King of Mexico, and two guys with a camera are mm-hmm. just roaming the halls looking for anybody. And people are, it's bizarre. It's like, it's its people would see us coming and go, oh, no, no, I don't want any of that. And they'd go <laughs> and close their door. Wow. Like, everyone was scared of me, which is ridiculous. Except for well, I had the bullhorn. You're, you're putting the bullhorn up their noses. I mean, if, when you're, necessary. You're very aggressive. Look, I'm a rule follower, and I will not stand for anybody else not doing that. <laughs> Kevin annoys you is up at all of our social media. Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K R O Q. I don't watch the news because I'm a kid. Mm-hmm. And it's depressing. Let's be honest. It's depressing. Yeah. Why do you bring that up? Because Mondays, to counteract all of the depressing news, we do great news. When you wake up, all you hear is bad news. So bad it makes you want to hit the snooze. Kevin and Bean can make that go away. It's time for great news today. Great news. I'm going to start in uh, Dublin, Ireland today. Dublin boasts a rich variety of tours. You got your uh, literary pub crawls. You got your Guinness Brewery tasting. Mm -hmm. There's a bunch of different ones, and they've added one now, a contemporary theme, homelessness. Oh, Oh. you tour homeless people? No, homeless people give you tours. Of their encampments? Of the areas that they frequent. It's it's, It's an actual program where they realize we have a huge problem. Let's pay them. They'll have a job. You can go on the tour with them as your tour guide, and then they get counseling and wow, start to be a part of life again. But wait a second. Who signs up to see the embankment of a freeway? or <laughs> Like an underpass? Yes, or or here's my shopping cart. I mean, who's going to... I mean, look, I don't I think just, here's I, my shopping cart is what you're looking for. But no, that's what I'm saying. Had, but somebody who's had a really difficult time look, now, I, I now love has that a job. Yes, I love that they're trying to help the homeless people. I just don't know who the audience is to pay to go on that tour. I think I would go on that tour. That's, that's fascinating to me. You'd have a homeless guy lead you around Dublin and show you where he poops. <laughs> wow. You'd pay for that. I mean, I don't know that that's part of it, but I would pay extra for that, yes. <laughs> here's, here's the news report. So we're going to bring us on a tour of the area that I grew up in, the Liberties area. Secret Street Tours is a non-profit social enterprise that trains people affected by homelessness to become walking tour guides of Dublin. I mean, that's that's a pretty cool idea. So they're walking tour guides of Dublin, yes. not of their areas. Both. Okay. Of their areas of Dublin. Okay. <laughs> I grew up in the Liberties. I grew up off Thomas Street, there in Bristol Street Flat. So I spent 25, 30 years of my life there. I had a, quite a successful uh, career for many, many, many years. And I've often, I've, I've often heard the saying, you know, that people can only be three, four, five paychecks away, you know, from being homeless. And that's very, very true. This junction would have been known as... The four corners of hell. All right, so maybe they're not taking them to the best area. 
<laughs> this right here, four corners of hell. But when you go to Dublin, you can find out where the best dumpster diving is. <laughs> you take this tour. That's my point. And then, is this really great news? It is, and I'll tell you why. It's important okay. for me, you know, on, on, on a personal level, to reconnect back into my community, to reconnect back into life, to take the responsibility I need to do in terms of contributing to the society that I live in and that I grew up in. I mean, I think that's pretty good. That's a, that's a pretty good outcome. It's, it's also a great way for visitors to get measles. Wow. Why? You're How giving come? someone a sense of self and a sense of pride back that they have lost. Everybody sits around and goes, what do we do with homelessness? Uh, Ireland says, let's let them lead tours. Let's pay them. Let's get them back on their feet. And you're, you guys, and you're poo-pooing all over that. I think you. there's plenty of poop already in the story. I think you guys can enjoy that. I'll be, I'll be on the Guinness tour. <laughs> okay. And that's my great news. Possibly a night. There'd be a full moon there about a night. And it would be bright out. And there could anyone go up in the mountains about a night, sure. That's Irish for that's my great news. Right? Excellent. Uh, my great news has to do with the Boston Symphony. I don't know about you guys. I've said it many times on the show that I think everything is made better with a cello and a violin. It's just how I live <laughs> I've never my heard life. You say it. I have said it. Okay. Trust me. Um, but you know, when you go and see like Mozart's Masonic funeral music, a lot of times you don't hear exuberant happiness once it ends, mm -hmm. or maybe you're just happy once it ends because you got <laughs> dragged <it's> <laughs> there. But uh, a couple weeks ago, something happened at the end of their Sunday performance, and there's a little clip of it. You're going to hear it end, a little bit of silence, and then, quite frankly, one of the sweetest reactions you will ever hear to a symphony. Was that a little kid saying wow? It was a little kid that was so caught up in it. And once the music tapered out, wow. Did you hear everybody wow. else wake up and start uh, clapping? Yes, because they were like, oh, we can actually enjoy something and clap and do that. <laughs> so here's the thing. Um, they wanted to find the wow kid because wow. they said... That's a yeah, turtle. That's a turtle. They said, while Harry Christophers was holding the audience wrapped in pin drop silence following the music's end, what sounded like a child of about six years of age couldn't hold back and give out a wow that was wow. heard round the hall. The audience cheered in enthusiastic agreement. They wanted to find the wow kid, and they wanted to give um, their newest fan a copy of the recording and invite them to meet the director when he returns to Boston in the fall. But... They had no idea who the wow kid was. Okay. So this was all over the news in Massachusetts, in Maine, in New Hampshire. Like, does anyone know the wow kid? Wow. Turns out it was a nine-year-old little boy named Ronan Matten who was so swept away by the music that he just couldn't contain himself. He's on the autism spectrum. And his grandfather had brought him to a show a couple months before, and he was so moved by music, he didn't stop talking about music. And his grandfather was like, this is something that we really connect through, through this music. So brought him to see the symphony, and when he heard his reaction, he was like, oh my God, that's amazing. And he said, I can count on one hand the number of times that he's spontaneously ever come out with any expression of how he's feeling. Wow. wow. All right. That is impressive. That's fantastic. Bean.
Good Lord. So long story short, there's this little wow. That's sweet. Wow. He was so <laughs> incredibly moved. And everybody's like, it's over? Oh, I was sleeping. Sorry. And now they're figuring out a date when he could go back and meet with the director, which I think is just a beautiful thing. Wow. That's my great news. Wow. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Guys, uh, we, take, we take you to uh, Warwick Public Schools in Alley's part of the country in Warwick, Rhode Island. They caused an uproar earlier this week when it was announced that any students who had unpaid balances on their lunch accounts would receive a sunflower seed butter and jelly sandwich until their balance was paid. So in other words, all the other students get nice hot meals for lunch, but because you're behind on paying for your lunch, we're not even going to give give you peanut butter and jelly, you guys. It's sunflower seed butter and jelly. That's a horrible it's thing. It's so shaming these kids in front That's of all exactly their classmates. That's exactly what it is. Wow. That's exactly uh, what it is. And by the way, this is a story wow. that this is a story that happens all over the country every day. There is lunch shaming, and the school yep. districts are like, "Look, we we need, we can't afford to just give this food away. The families have to pay for it. In many cases, this is the only meal some of these kids get, or the best meal they get all day. So, as you can imagine, students were you know students were embarrassed, and parents were furious about the school district's decision to give you know to give them this this weak ass meal just. Give the kids lunch, one parent wrote on the district's Facebook page. We already lost a janitor, a science teacher. We don't have air conditioning. We can't spring for a chicken patty for a hungry kid. What if it's their only meal of the day? But that's the policy. Well, a hero steps in, you guys, and the hero is a name you've heard, the yogurt company Chobani. Chobani is going to pay off $50,000 of the roughly $75,000 debt that is owed to this school district in Warwick, Rhode Island. They're not paying for all of it, but they're paying for most of it, right? The uh, head of Chobani, whose name is uh, Hamdi Uluyaka, Ulukaya, sorry, he says, as a parent, this news broke my heart. For every child, access to naturally nutritious and delicious food should be a right, not a privilege. When our children are stronger, families are stronger. When our families are stronger, our communities are stronger. Business can and must do its part to solve the hunger crisis in America and do its part of the communities they call home. And they are also, in addition to paying off the debt, going to be donating cups and yogurt to the community in Warwick. So it's not very often that you see a major company stepping in and handling a social issue like this. But let's give it up for Chobani, you Agreed. guys. Absolutely. That's a, very, that's a very cool thing that they wow. did. And, and no more, thank you, Roddy, no more lunch shaming. Give everybody Agreed. the food. Figure out, a, figure out a way to make it work. That's what I'm saying. And that's my great news. The Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K-Rock. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Bean was on vacation last week. Yeah. 
and likes to be caught up on what happened. Yeah. Well, I, I like to stay current, and I hate it when people make references to things that happened on the show while I was gone, and I have no idea what they're talking about. In fact, by the way, uh, the reason we do the Jensen Carp wrap-up every week is because people sometimes miss days of the show. Sure. Mm-hmm. And they miss some good stuff. I hear you miss so, a lot. I've heard that, too. <laughs> um, would you mind playing the wrap-up for me? Because oh, that'll from last least, week? Okay. Yeah, because that'll at least give me some ideas of some of the, you know, some of the big talking points of the week. All right. It's a shame there's no uh, way to recap things that happened during the week. Yeah, people miss a ton of stuff. Right. It is weird that we do so many things and then no one knows what happens at the end. I know I barely listen. <laughs> know some people after work and most others are still asleep so it's lucky that your boy jensen wraps up every week because we found out that ali follows doors on instagram and i got you up on tv from the wu-tang clan and henry wingler might be the nicest in town and we learn what happens when you mix elvis with a clown in a snow cone spot seems to shame me every day oh and also i'm all Hogan, by the way be real called in and now he is investing in my brand new business producing salad dressing david cross nate bar gotzi and putty and anthony jeselnik was effortlessly funny Hot takes from listeners ended up being fun. Ghostbuster 2 is as good as Ghostbusters 1. And happy Mother's Day. Here's a secret that I kept. You're not really a parent if you only have a pet. Unless you're hiding crocodiles in your yoga pants. If you miss that shit, download the podcast. My favorite part. Um, yep. I have a lot of thoughts on a lot of things. <laughs> uh, first of all, you're absolutely allowed to ce- celebrate Mother's Day or Father's Day if you have a pet. Oh, I'm absolutely. sorry. I wish you were here last week to have that conversation. Yeah, we, we're out of time for that one. Uh, second of all, you're following doors on Instagram, Allie? <laughs> Listen, uh, first of all... Not I, people? Not I, pets? Doors? I was following a Doors of London account, and then I wasn't pleased with their output, so I decided <laughs> I would follow just the hashtag... Doors of, doors? Oh, doors of Instagram. And there are beautiful doors all over the world that we just don't know about. You have got to try sex. You've got you've <laughs> yeah. just got to okay. look into it. Okay. Uh, sure. And I and I know Kevin, you have some things you want to bring up, but I have to ask yeah. because it crushed me to miss an opportunity to talk to the great Henry Winkler. Yeah. How was he? Was he amazing? You know how he was. He was fantastic. He always oh. is. He's the best. He really is the nicest person in the world. And, and Jensen was out, and Allie was out, and Bean was out. So we had Megan Holiday, and, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and he started by saying, "Hi, Kevin. Hi, Megan." And she looked at me, and she said, "He said my name." <laughs> <laughs> it, I can't think of many people who are having the prime of their career this late the game right. when they've already done so much how great do you stuff. Say, yeah, yeah, I was going to say, how do you say the prime of his career? It his, is. his whole career has yeah, been but this amazing. Is, this is the best work he's ever done. Uh, in my I'd love to see him win another Emmy. Agreed. Yeah, he's been incredible. If you, right, seen Barry, if you haven't seen Barry, catch up on that. It's fantastic. What else have I? Uh, what else do I need to know about? Um, well, Friday was Nyquil Friday, and it was. <laughs> It was an accident. It wasn't I my love, I love the idea of Michael Friday, and I think we should do it every I week. I will Kevin. never do it again. <laughs> you can. I mean, I feel like I did last week, so this week maybe it's your turn. I see. Okay. Now, what happened exactly? Well, I had, you know, allergies are pretty bad this time of year. Mm-hmm. So I took my sure. aller- al- allergy medication, and I thought, uh, maybe I'll take a little DayQuil just to sort of cover up some of the symptoms. No big deal, and then I'll head off to work, and I'll be fine. Sure. And then I took DayQuil, you know, the shot glass that they have. Yeah. Uh, filled it up, took it, mm-hmm. put it back down, and went, NyQuil. That was NyQuil. <laughs> oh, no. And for 45 seconds, I thought, put your finger down your throat. Do it. Put your finger down your throat. You right. have to. Throw it back up. Right. Yeah. I didn't oh. because I'm such a baby. But plus, NyQuil is awesome. Drink more. 
I mean, if you want us to have a full functioning show. I mean, my problem is not that I pay too close attention, Bean. I don't need mm-hmm. to handicap okay. myself that way. All right. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. So about 7 a.m. is when it really hit. And I don't remember much from 7 to, say, <laughs> 9. I do remember looking at Allie several times and, and just she she noticed that I was gone. Yeah. No, it, you were looking through us. That was it the was weird bizarre. part. Allie and Jensen were awesome because they just stepped in and took over. And I was just in a Fog, yeah. worse than normal for all of you that are just about to make that joke, which somebody tweeted, how are we supposed to tell the difference? <laughs> <laughs> did uh, you just look at them and mouth, help me? I mean, I didn't, but they could tell. Yeah. At one point, he did say, help us on the air, but it came out, help us. That did happen. And I was yeah. like, what? But no major, no major moments with, by the way. No? My no. only goal, no. as soon as I came in after drinking yeah. NyQuil, I was like, I have to focus. I have to make sure that doesn't happen. Yes. You got it together. Uh, and then, by the way, this is annoying. NyQuil helps me sleep three to four hours, mm-hmm. sometimes five mm-hmm. if I'm sick. It held on to like 1230. Great. I took it at five. Ugh. 1230 it started fading. Mm. That's, that's absurd. So, Bean, I'm looking forward to NyQuil Friday from you. I love Nike. Right. You know that. So I'm in. <laughs> that seems like a problem. Uh, do you know anything about Clownvis, Bean? Uh, I saw a tweet about Clownvis. Okay. Um, how did you get on the topic of clowns in the first place? Well, we had a call in topic that was basically us asking, Were you raised by clowns? Nate Bergazzi, okay. the comedian, was in, and yeah. his dad right. was a clown his whole life and now has, oh. has transitioned into a magician. As all clowns do. Uh, which is, uh, I think, worse. So we took calls that involved family members. There was one famous clown's son who called in. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of good ones, but one person who called in named Betty said, I manage a clown, and you guys are going to love him. And Immediately, we're like, no, we're not. Uh, then she said, he's a mashup with Elvis Presley. Then we said, oh, no, definitely we're not. <laughs> and then we listened to his music, and we are huge fans of the mashup of The Clown and Elvis. This Whoa. is one of his songs. And Bean, this is right up your alley. It's a Christmas tune. Oh. Don't be a bitch or you won't get stuff for Christmas. <laughs> you better look out. You better not cry. You better watch out. I'm telling you why. Don't be a bitch or you won't get stuff for Christmas. That's fantastic, Yeah, right? he's an incredible performer, and so much so, this is a song he did where he goes to a nightclub with the Wolfman, and he he creates... <laughs> like you do. Like you do, and he creates, uh, the you know, sort of a strategy on how to get women there. Dancing with the Wolfman. Dancing with the Wolfman. Hey, I'm dancing with the Wolfman. In a non-gay way. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah. Is he eligible as Clownvis to play the Gathering of the Juggalos? Well, he, he is, funny enough. He's doing it this year, but he has done it in the past, and uh, he's the only performer to have ever worked on both America's Got Talent and Gathering of the Juggalos. Whoa. That is not a crowd that usually makes us know. No, no, no. <laughs> did, did you find that a lot of our listeners had been raised by Clownvis? Yes. I would have not yes. counted on that phone topic coming through. Bean, we were all worried, like, oh, what if we don't get enough calls? We could have gone another two breaks. It was insane. There's a lot that's, of clown parents. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, you guys do have quite a clown demographic. <laughs> that's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> clown Vist 2020, you guys. You right? Rules. Oh, we also did um, your hot takes that infuriate people, but at your core, you truly believe it. 
And that must be the reference Jensen made in the wrap-up to Ghostbusters 2 being yes. just as good as the Ghostbusters. Which, yes. <laughs> which was right. mine. Which, which, is, a ridiculous. which is a ridiculous no, take. It's not ridiculous. Don't it's be just as good. Well, people had some hot takes. Uh, it started with me saying that my hot take was that nobody really likes LaCroix. You just say you do. <laughs> you, nobody really does. Uh, which led into Kevin's hot take that he has mentioned before um, on the show, which infuriates Bean. Yeah. Which is Every, pretty much everybody. Mm-hmm. Beatles overrated. Oof. Yeah, I think. Well, that's an absurd. That's an absurd. That's so thing. stupid. I mean, that's the hot take thing, though. Bean, that's right, all you're doing. Right. But I said my point was they came along at the perfect time in history. If another band comes along at that time in history, and the Beatles are three bands later, mm. it was. It could have been anyone. Yeah, at yeah that time. but they created that moment in history. Exactly. That moment in exactly. history happened because of those four guys. Yeah, if a revolutionary perfect band would have come around at the same time, they would have taken their spot. <laughs> it's just saying they're perfect. I'm but just we, saying. We got some very interesting calls. Um, I think my favorite was the guy that said Tom Brady is not the best quarterback mm-hmm. and it had all these reasons. Oh, and, and then, it was like deflate gate and spy uh, gate. All this ridiculous stuff. And then he, oh, what about the tuck rules? So I, of course, said, um, are you a Raiders fan? And there was dead <laughs> silence. And then he goes, Yes, but <laughs> so he was he was a delight. But everything from the Princess Bride is not a good movie, mm. and we had to yell at her. Yeah, right? there's a lot of infuriating things. Yes. By the, way. the one I the one I saw online that got me mad, and I wasn't even on the show, was that Beyonce is is overrated, and I was like, that person needs to be deported. <laughs> also, okay. Bean, I think after she is maimed, Bean, I think we got a couple of those calls and had to drop a few. That I mean, that's a hot what? take a lot of people yeah. had. Yeah. What? Absolutely. Yeah. Bean, I will not you, allow that. Do you have a hot take that? infuriates people? I yeah, that he so. likes the taste of NyQuil. That's ridiculous. I love the taste of NyQuil. Um, no, I think my opinions are all right. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay, great. It's yeah. the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. First, though, let's welcome our good friend Beer Mug back to the studio. Happy Happy Mugs. Monday, everybody. How's everybody feeling? I understand it's cheers time. It is, it is. And, you know, we all, as people, have one person from pop culture or fame that we would love to meet. Like, you know, Bean, you would have loved to have met Clyde Tumbaugh, correct? Sure, yeah. Kevin, probably like Willy Wonka would be on, would be number one for you. (laughs) You know our boy. I thought we were going with real, but okay. Oh, it's real, okay. (laughs) So, So the question on the bar at O'Grady's in California this week was what oh in California you went to the one in that California, one in California. Yeah. as opposed to the one in uh, Wisconsin uh, what living person um, or not what, living try it again I don't know why you picked such a complex question either what famous person dead or alive would these drunk people love to have dinner with in this edition of Cheers with Beer Mug Beer Mug he wants to go where everybody knows his name yeah Asking questions with no shame. What do you, what do you? <laughs> He's already drunk as a skunk, but people are glad he came. Oh! Beer Mug wants to go where everyone knows his name. Oh, 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 wow. Great question. That is our last one. It's a really good question. Always. So he goes to the bar, and as usual, Beer Mug starts drinking before interviewing, of mm-hmm. course, like you do. Carly, if you could have dinner with one person, one famous person, famous person, dead or alive, who would it be? So cliche, Anthony Bourdain. I feel like a f- bitch for saying that. <laughs> Why? Because well, he's a good... That's everyone's answer. Well, I guess that's just because he passed away. And then if he got lucky, like, he would cook you breakfast. Oh. <laughs> like they're saying, like, make them laugh, make them breakfast. 
Stanley. I mean, the guy said that, Stanley, but I'd like to go back. Is that yeah, the sure. saying? Yeah, make him laugh, make him breakfast. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I've never heard it. What? Has oh, anyone... I've heard that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's a saying, but I'm not exactly sure he would. When you have to explain your joke to whoever you're talking to, it's not necessary. And I also think the woman was a fan of him and his cooking. She didn't want to bang him. I also think that oh. got Bugs is kind of the one who put that out there. Yeah, true. So then this guy says, Stanley, Stan, mother Lee. That'd be dope. If you were to have dinner with one famous person, dead or alive, who would it be? Bradley James Noel, because of me, like, personal influence. But sitting face-to-face -face with Hitler and seeing, like, what, what the hell is going through that? Holy crap, bro. Good, good I question. mean, that's quite the difference between the right? two. <laughs> but the Sublime guy, too. I soups love Sublime, but also Hitler. What was he thinking, man? That was, that's all they could come I, up with? I want to look at him and just be like, hey, why? Man, why? Why? By the way, I have the same question for Bradley, too. <laughs> big Ken, Big Ken, if you were to have dinner with one famous person dead or alive, who would it be? Elvis Presley. Thank you very much. No, I loved it, dude. Dude, was, as a kid, I used to pray that, like, if they ever needed a stunt double play as a kid, I would be him. Thank you very much. I like that you repeated that. <laughs> In case you didn't get Relatively it. Relatively lame joke. <laughs> Why would they ever need an Elvis as a kid stunt double? <laughs> you know, it was odd. Elvis the early years. The earliest years. Sure. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right, Alex. If you were to have dinner with one famous person dead or alive, who would it be? What is happening oh, now? Wow. The karaoke music was really loud, and I was trying to cut it, uh, cut through it. So that's how. Sound like an angry drunk. <laughs> Somebody got her alive. What would it be? Chris Mother Farley in a van down by the river, guy in a little coat, fat guy in a little coat. Oh, if you could have dinner with one famous person, dead or alive, who would it be? I'm like Simon Le Bon. Simon Le Bon. Because you love Duran Duran? That is a great follow-up question. I'd like to just give you props on that. Oh, no, I wasn't aware he was in Duran Duran. <laughs> What's Duran Duran? <laughs> I love Duran Duran. What's what? Hold on. Uh, they did Hungry Like the Wolf. No. They did, they did Hungry Like the Wolf, right? Yes. Yeah, I'm right. Okay. I love that song. Your beer mug. Yeah, baby! Alright, Jimmy, if you could have dinner with one person, one famous person, dead or alive. I like that that question is now taking three times as long Absolutely. as it did sure two is. minutes ago. Ah, uh, say Jerry Garcia. Boom! That's exactly what I thought, dude. Jerry Garcia, dude. Why did you think that? Just based on him? Just based on him, man. Okay. And what would you say to him? That we're eating... Well, wait, what? All right, this guy needs clarification. Mm -hmm. So, am I talking to him while we're eating? Oh, I, I, I didn't get that at all. That's, that's what he meant. As we're eating or what? Eating, drinking, smoking, shooting. I like guy be his buddy chit chat with a guy. Be his buddy chit chat with a guy, I believe. Oh, my. I think this may be the last words that this guy ever said. <laughs> Can you play it again? Is there any way just to hear him try to say that one more time? I like guy be his buddy chit chat with a guy. Drunk with him and eat. Um, I don't know, whatever is fun to talk about. There's no special. I don't know. Who else would you invite to the dinner? 
Well, I mean, we can have all the five, three amigos. Yeah, the five foot oh. three amigos. Yeah, maybe bring a translator. <laughs> that might be a, a good guest. Well done, Muggs. Fantastic question and good interviews as well. Thank you. He's already drunk as a skunk, but people are glad he came. Beer Mug wants to go where everyone knows his name. Oh, 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 wow. Kevin and Bean on K Rock KROQ. Time for another look at what's happening on a Monday. 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 I'm Be- telling you guys, Dean has the hiccups, so he's trying to spare us. <laughs> just take up. Just let, just it let go. him go. Yeah, let yeah. him fly, man. Let us hear I've, it. I've tried to swallow it. Ding oh, please up. don't pull that tape. Ding, ding, pull ding, it. Ding, ding. <laughs> I'm going to just, just keep it a bean. <laughs> All right, Allie, what's up? I don't know if you guys were as thoroughly invested with Twitter on Friday afternoon, around 5.20 is when this all started. But I I was back from a, um, a little surgery that I had, so I was just laying there, taking it all in. This is some... Oh, all right, all right. <laughs> and I'll need that one as okay, well, Chip. <laughs> sure. Uh, Constance Wu, you know her from the series Fresh Off the Boat. She was also the lead in Crazy Rich Asians. Mm -hmm. So very strange timing that they announced that Fresh Off the Boat had been renewed. And then she tweeted these words. So upset right now that I'm literally crying. Ugh. F. And then a few Ah. minutes go by. Effing hell. And people are like, oh, my God, is she responding to the fact that the show was renewed? Well, then if you went over to Fresh um, Off the Boat's Instagram, their verified Instagram, where they announced the renewal, she wrote the word dislike. So people were like, what "What the the hell hell is she doing? That is not a typical response to an actor getting another series. It certainly isn't. So people were really upset with her saying... How dare you? This is something that people work for their whole lives. There's a cast and crew of hundreds. Mm -hmm. Were you wishing you were all out of work? To which she responded, oh, by the way, somebody also wrote, uh, congratulations on the renewal. And she wrote, no, it's not. So she wound up uh, deleting that and deleting other tweets and then tweeting this. Y'all are making a lot of assumptions about what I was saying. And no, it's not about the show. Stop assuming. Hmm. But you wrote dislike and you said, no, it's not underneath that. Canceled. I mean, if that's all she's going to do, we're left to guess. Yeah. So an incredible bitch. So this this goes on pretty much all night. And on Saturday, she decided to release a statement, which I've got to figure her publicist, everyone were like, step away from Twitter. What are you doing? We have to figure this out. So she does this full statement, and she basically says she loves Fresh Off the Boat. I was temporarily upset yesterday, not because I hate the show, but because its renewal meant I had to give up another project that I was really passionate about. So my dismayed social media replies were more than that other project, more about that other project and not about Fresh Off the Boat. So she goes on this this long story about how she doesn't feel as fulfilled on the show because she understands that character like the back of her hand. Right. She wanted to be challenged Do something new. with this other show or I don't know if it was a show or a movie, but she's now not able to take that. Why the f*** you lying? Why you always lying? Oh my God. Stop f***ing lying. 
She said, but my words and ill timing were insensitive to those who are struggling, especially insensitive considering the fact that I used to be in that struggle too. She goes on, explains more. It's about money, man. Uh, she's but- stuck in a contract from before she was famous. Mm-hmm. She's become more famous. She's getting way crazier offers. Mm-hmm. She has to pass on them now. Yes. That's it. Uh, however, this last line of her statement, mm-hmm. I was reading the statement. I'm like, okay, well, she's coming correct. She's explaining everything. Got it. And then she drops this last line, and I, I could not flip off my computer <laughs> harder than I did. Here's the last line to her statement. It's meaningful when you make the choice to believe women. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Are you co-opting a Me Too movement (laughs) in in your statement on how we should have believed you before about why you were saying F you and all these things to your show being renewed? Constance Wu, take a minute because you are coming off horribly. Canceled. Wow, that's crazy. It it was ridiculous. Ridiculous. She just does seem a little... Well, congratulations on the renewal. It's going to be a fun first day back on <laughs> Fresh Off the Boat. I can imagine they're super stoked to be working with you again. And sorry that you got famous from a movie and now you feel like the world owes you something. But believe women. Oh, F you, Constance Wu. Right? Drama queen. She's a total loser. We're like, Constance Wu, boy, should have stayed off Twitter. <laughs> No. I'm going to go with no. Right. Okay. Did you mean? <laughs> yes, of course. He tried to keep that in. He just <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I've been hiccuping for right, 20 listen, minutes Put now. a pencil in your mouth. Yes. Uh-huh. And then inhale. And that works. That keeps you from from having hiccups. Really? Yep. We all have these old wives' tales. That's, so that's it. yours? My mom's is smell your left palm three times, remember? That's a real one. Right. But yeah. that, it got weird. The, uh, yeah. the the pencil thing, Kimmel taught us, actually, okay. back in the day. And have you, you tried yeah, that? You put, you put the... Not, I haven't uh, tried it this time. <laughs> but you put the pencil in between your teeth and then you drink water. But I always spill the water like all over myself when I do that. I cannot do it cleanly. Oh, there's water so, involved. Never. Yeah, you pour... You drink water, yeah. Oh, Kevin was just saying, put yeah. the pencil there. That's what I thought, And then too. breathe oh, in. Oh, no. No, no, you have to drink water while you're doing it, yes. Well, but that could be a I'll, disaster. You should try it, though. Yeah. I'll work on it during the... during the, Before uh, Steve-O gets there. Mm. I'd almost rather you didn't, to be honest. <laughs> I'm enjoying this. Me, too. Oh, you guys, uh, I don't want you to worry about The Voice Season 17. That's right. I said The Voice Season 17. Oh, my gosh. Blake Shelton, Kelly Clarkson, Adam Levine, and John Legend are all returning to NBC's The Voice for Season 17. Adam and Blake have been there since the show started in 2011, and this will mark Kelly's fourth time in the big red chair and John Legend's second. And, of course, Carson Daly, our buddy, he's going to be returning as host. Season and 17. And he does a great job on that show, too. He does, Absolutely. I agree. Uh, set to debut this fall. Some birthdays for you. Pusha T, Lena Dunham, Darius Rucker, Stephen Colbert, Dennis Rodman, Robert Pattinson, Harvey Keitel, and Stevie Wonder. And that's what's happening. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. 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 Q. I don't think I understood half of what Steve-O has told us so far. But it, it ended right before sure we did. went on with, I might do a rap redemption, which are the only words that I care about, because Steve-O is making a rap album, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know about a whole album. <laughs> Steve-O, I, look, we, we love you and you know that, but you don't strike me as a guy with flow. Yeah, I don't. I have no flow. Okay. No. All right, good. How yeah. did the project start then, where you said... 
I'm going to make a rap album. My buddy was uh, making a movie, a National Lampoon movie called TV the Movie. And okay. it was just a series of sketches which were parodies of TV shows. Okay. All right. And uh, I did a, a spoof of MTV Cribs. And I was like, okay, come on in. And you'll be the, the you know, the, the it'll play like... I forgot that MTV Cribs was coming, and they catch me at a really bad sure, time. Sure, of course. And I'm swimming <laughs> in a sea of uh, nitrous oxide canisters, and I'm out of my mind, just super loaded, and I'm saying, you know, oh, like, I've been out, out of the picture, but I'm coming back with a rap album, and I recorded this, like, deliberately awful rap song. Right. And, uh, and, and, and played it for the MTV Cribs crew. It was all, it all was really pretty hilarious. And, uh... I ended up um, getting a deal with Universal Records. In real life. That's make, just in, in that's real not, life. What? Right. And it would have no. been, been super funny if I just like made awful music and put it out as a joke. But oh, then, a lot of other artists are doing it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, it was just it, it was just really crazy because I was at the lowest point. You know, this was at the end of my run. The lowest point was, of your life with, with, with drugs, drugs and, and everything. Yeah. yeah, with drugs yeah. and alcohol. And now I'm making this rap album and just doing even more drugs. Uh, and oh, you, man. But you had enlisted some big names, yeah. right? Uh-huh. I had... Um, okay, the, the the artists I recorded songs with, Be Real. Awesome. Oh, my God. Um, M.O.P. And they're, they're, they're more like kind of hardcore, but mm-hmm. M.O.P. is epic. Cool G Rap. I did a song okay. with them. How is this possible? Got, I, He's Demo. I had Daz and Corrupt. <laughs> <laughs> No. Yeah, uh-huh. and this hasn't seen the light the, the, the of the day. Album, yeah, the actual album never came out, but I, but just on, like in a drug fueled bender, uh, I put some of the content um, just online myself. Oh <laughs> no, because that's yeah. what Universal wants. Yeah, right. that's how it works. Oh, and 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 in the form of a mixtape where I just blatantly attacked the universe the very people that gave me the deal wow and i was like oh they they're trying to tell me not to do certain things on the album and i'm like well f you wow <laughs> nothing is. but good decisions <laughs> so if you're doing the math this was 2007 and you've now been sober 11 years correct okay makes sense right congratulations yeah. on that first hey, of all that's you. amazing yeah i appreciate it. i was uh so I just recently got this camper van, and and it, it, it uh, doubles as a traveling studio, and like it's really exciting. This top of the line camper van, these people recon campers make it, mm-hmm. and I thought, oh man, you know my my parents on Kevin and Bean is pretty early. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna drive my camper van over, and I'm gonna sleep in it on their property. So just to I, wait for your appearance here, and then well, you would set an alarm and get up and come down. Right, right to sleep to sleep here. So I drove here. About eh, one in the morning last night. Okay. Go up on the the top level of your parking structure. I, I had Wendy, my dog, and like I popped the top up and I blacked out all the windows and I'm all perfect sn- night, ready to go. Snuggled up <laughs> and going to bed and then uh, boom, 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 boom. This guy who is really in love with his job. Oh no! <laughs> and we'll refer to him as Paul Blart, I assume. <laughs> yeah. So so. Uh, so yeah, I took off, man. Wait, so he, he made kicked, you leave? He kicked he you me, out? He made me leave. He says there's no overnight parking, and I was just a bit discombobulated, you know, like trying. To, I was on the verge of being deep asleep. Right. And uh, I should have told him, dude, I came here at like one in the morning, bub. It's not overnight. I just, <laughs> yeah. got, I just got here a little early. Yeah, just <laughs> early for your parents. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. unbelievable. Just you, early. 
and, and you told him who you were. Well, I, I didn't. I just said. Uh, Did I he just, not I know? Just said I'm going to be on the radio. I assume a lot of people know who you are by sight. Did he? I would. I, I probably not. I don't even think so. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure that uh, he was really American. Okay. Why couldn't Why couldn't Wendy take him down, man? Why isn't your dog better trained? <laughs> that's a great question. <laughs> uh, I so he what, made but, you leave, and that's like. And then I'm waiting. How many? Twenty dollars or something to get it was out? Twenty one bucks. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, where'd and, you and, go? I just went home and got in bed. Oh, <laughs> Steve! Oh, man, trying yeah. to be so responsible. I know, and I, I really am so responsible. You are. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah, you prove you prove that every day. Um, Steve-O, by the way, uh, we should mention is uh, bringing his. Uh, what are you calling it? It's a multimedia it's a experience multimedia tour. Show. It's the bucket. Yeah. The bucket list. Bucket list tour. tour right. This is and, like. This, this is a great idea for a tour, and and, and I'm going to let you explain it. Well, but I mean, pe- people don't believe your stories are real, and this tour is proof that they are. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, I would say I found myself in this awful situation. I'm okay. Steve-O in my forties. <laughs> <laughs> Not something you ever pictured, I assume. I never pictured it, and it's like, I mean, the 40s is, I think, difficult for a lot of people, Mm -hmm. but for me, it's an absolute nightmare. And so I'm thinking to myself, oh, geez, like, do I have to stop doing all the dumb stuff I'm known for? I mean, literally, if you're in your 40s and you're like, I I need to get hit in the balls today, you're making bad choices. (laughs) Well, you know, know? I, I feel... That uh, I am running out of time before it gets creepy to watch me do that stuff. Okay. And so, like, sort of with the, with the, a new level of urgency, I decided to really just make one more push. I'm going to raise the bar for crazy. Okay. One more time. And how to do that? You know who the current uh, record holder is for crazy? Who's that? You. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> stepping You're on it up top of yourself. Stepping right. it up an extra notch. And and I didn't have to like. You know, come up like like deliberately come up with a way to to raise the bar for crazy because it's sitting right there. I mean, I've had these ideas for the sure. lo- the longest time. I think I told you guys about one of them the last time I was here, and and you you uh, gave me the term peeing white. <laughs> As, oh, it was at the skydiving. Oh, yeah. yes, yes. 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 As, that, and that's the nicest way to say it. Yeah. Simultaneously falling out of an airplane. No, we got it. Yeah, yeah, we, we got understand. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got it. Yeah. Yep. Got it. Yeah. Right. And uh, I mean, in any case, so the, all of these ideas on my bucket list, so to speak, they're the bottom of the barrel. There are these jackass stunts that, like, through all of the jackass, were just nope. <laughs> you know? So when you pitch something to jackass and they go, oh, no, thank you. Right. That's I mean, your bucket list now? All of those things? Pretty much, yeah. Like, it's just stuff that was just so absurd that, like, I just didn't even consider doing it until I found myself in this awful position. And I'm like, So okay, you tell the stories, it. and I, then you show the video correct. of you actually doing the thing. Correct, yeah. It's, That's uh, amazing. Yeah. It, it, well, thank you. I'm, I'm really, really excited about it. And, uh, I, yeah, it's, it's this crazy... I mean, so imagine, like, a stand-up comedy act about the, the stunts that were too much to consider going through with. Yeah. And and uh, to go through with them, like the implications on my relationship. I've got this saint of a fiance, and uh, and after each bit in the act, yes, I I screen, and so there's like, I mean, talk about X-rated. We, can, I can I try. I, say, can... I mean, X-rated. Uh-huh. Uh, peeing. I'll stick with peeing white. Yes, please. <laughs> if you don't mind, that's. I well, think everyone knows. And right. there's also the bit that we can't talk about about how you fell in love with your fiance when 
the thing happened with her vagina. I mean, I don't want to get into it, but right. I mean, that's that's in the that's in the show. Right. They're, they're, that, that is absolutely in, in the show. In the show, yeah. Uh-huh. We've known Steve-O so long, and he's come in so many times, <laughs> and he still has all new stories yeah. every yes, single time he's here. Every time. It's amazing. Unbelievable. Yeah. How old? I would imagine, based on the content of your show, which, by the way, is going to be at Oxnard Levity Live, four shows this weekend, Friday and Saturday, two shows each, improv.com slash Oxnard. I would imagine that you have to be at, le- at least 35 to get into <laughs> the show. the hiccups, by the way. Just say so the hiccups. Yeah, sorry. I've never heard of the pencil technique, by the way. No, that's good. What have you oh, heard uh, to, to solve that? Uh, the hiccups. What, hold your breath, drink water. I just uh, got a spoonful of a sp- spoonful of a peanut butter. Somebody just swears uh, by. Yeah, I've heard okay. that. I've heard that. I think yeah. you need to pee white bean. How, uh, <laughs> how old? How old do you have, have uh, to be to get in to see the show? It varies, but I mean, if you're going to go into an adult bookstore, all you have to be is 18. Right. But okay. uh, But with that said, most of the time it's 21. I'm not sure if it's if Levity Live in Oxnard is 18 or Let's 21. Just assume 21. But everywhere I go on this tour, there are absolutely. Legal waivers posted all over the venue. I love that. Yeah, and, yeah. Yes. It's, uh, but what about emotional waivers? Because I feel like there's going to be some scarring going on. Uh, well, that's what the, the, the legal waivers cover that. Covers by, it all. By, okay. by entering, all right. you know, by entering. Oxnard Levity Lot. Four shows this weekend. Quick break. More with Steve-O. and I'll try that peanut butter too when we come back right after this. Yeah, it's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock. Our friend Steve-O in studio, comedian, uh, actor, stunt performer, is going to be appearing at the Oxnard Levity Live. Four shows this weekend, two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. Just 25 bucks, and we checked. It's 18 and up if you want to come see the multimedia yep. experience. Hey, Steve-O, before we get into some other areas, I wanted to ask, because it's a cause that's near and dear to my heart, how are you and your fiancé doing on the animal rescue? You were uh, looking for property last time we, we are, talked to you. We're still looking for property, and... Uh, We've got a few more to check out. We were mm-hmm. down first. We looked in in Denver, or, or near Denver, mm-hmm. and, and just I mean it was a two and a half hour flight to get there. That's just I almost just knew before we got there that that's too far. We need to be able to drive to it. Yeah, you so, need to be hands on, right? Right. So we looked in Temecula, and we saw like four properties, and one of them was kind of close, but no. And uh, now I think we're checking Ramona. So what's the plan? You're going to have. We want to buy land uh-huh. and uh, open up an animal sanctuary. Any particular that? kinds of animals that you're Farm drawn animals. to? Farm, Farm animals. Yeah. Farm animals. If there's a, and thank you so much for asking me about this. I, I really appreciate it. The uh, model that I would be going after is uh, that of the Gentle Barn, mm-hmm. which is um, their, their main spot is in Santa Clarita. Mm-hmm. And they have... Uh, you know, different locations around the world and more and more popping up. It's just a, a super great place. And um, they they take in farm animals. What is it that got you in, that interested in farm animals um, and rescuing? Don't ask a guy in the Jackass movies that question. Oh, sorry. <laughs> well, that's that's, <laughs> that's a good point. Uh, um, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, my, my fiance and I, uh, she, she already had this idea that she wanted to retire on a ranch. And... Um, I, uh, I I love it. We don't want to have kids. So one of the stunts on my bucket list was the vasectomy Olympics. Olympics. <laughs> oh, now, now, how does that work, Steve? Well, I heard a joke when I was a kid, and the joke was, what's the definition of macho? A man who jogs home from his own vasectomy. <laughs> and I thought, I thought, you know what? I don't want kids, and I can totally beat jogging. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Again? No. Why does everything come down to that? <laughs> ah, I can totally beat. Ah, 
Yeah, so um, so in any case, yeah, so we're definitely not having kids. We've established that. Uh-huh. And um, we, uh, we we just love the idea. We love it so much. Well, in good fact, for you. That's sweet. I like that. Yeah, we we're going to call it the Radical Ranch. And, uh, you know, like we just love it. And um, we love the idea so much that we've not even set a date for our wedding. We actually uh, want to get married on the land. Oh, so, so this is more. This is step one before correct, anything else. Yeah, no. it kind of symbolically represents our future. And, and you guys are both vegan too, right? Ah, uh, we're on a fish kick. Veganish, okay. Pescatarian. Veganish, yeah, pescatarian. Yeah, gotcha. Um, you had a story that you made a reference to on your social media recently, and forgive me if this is old, or, but I don't yeah. know. Think that I know it. The skin grafts. No. Oh. How did Mike Tyson break your nose? Oh. Oh, how, did man, Mike, great story. how did Iron Mike break your nose? Best story ever. Um, wait, <laughs> That's got some tough competition for right, you. This, this one's really, really good. Okay. Um, I first met Mike Tyson um, 2005 at a house party. We locked ourselves in the bathroom and just ripped through five grams of cocaine. Okay. And hours Holy and hours locked moly. up in this bathroom. That was your introduction to him? Pretty much, okay. yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The, the next time I, I uh, spent meaningful time with, with Mike, we were locked up together in a psychiatric ward. <laughs> well, that's very different. Right. And uh, and the whole time that we were in the psychiatric ward, I was telling him, Mike, man, like, uh, film, let's film a stunt together. It's called the black eye game. And what I want to do is I want to hold out my, my fist. Oh, no, sorry. You hold out your fist. Uh-huh. You keep your elbow locked, Mike. And then so he holds out his fist, and I run into it with my face. And, that, and, and so... I know. Get, like, wh- how many steps would that be before you came up with that idea, B? <laughs> in a million never. years. I could, I could live with Mike Tyson until we both died, and I would never want to run into his fist. Well, the Black Eye game has had many uh, sort of variations. And, and uh, I think the ultimate one was the Mike Tyson Black Eye uh-huh. game. And, um, well, at that time in the psychiatric ward, it, 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 neither of us were in very good shape. It just wasn't. Well, I would imagine. It wasn't in the cards. <laughs> right. So, uh, fast forward. Imagine you're there. You're in a psychiatric hospital, and a guy goes, just lock your arm, and I'll run into it with my face. Yeah. Just he probably thought, this dude really needs to be here. I, I, I remember he, he yeah. said. I need to get out. He said, I don't want to hurt you, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, fast forward to 2011. And, uh. Written, and, and we both got booked to be on the, the Charlie Sheen roast. Right? Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and we both had the same agent who booked us. So now I just full court press. Yeah, I got I Same got, idea. I, same idea. Lock your arm, I'll run into your uh-huh. fist. Yeah, okay. hold your fist out, lock your elbow, and uh, let me run into it. Comedy Central loved the idea. The agent loved the idea. So we got enough pressure on him. He said, okay, I'll do it. Now, what makes it particularly epic is that just the year before... We filmed Jackass 3D, and Bam Margera had his Rocky trick where he comes up and he throws the water in your face and he sucker punches Right, him. right. Bam broke my nose doing that mm-hmm. on the set of Jackass 3D. I was furious, but I didn't do anything about it for two months. And then I go to, I go to the, the doctor. You knew it was broken. I knew it was broken. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and uh, after two months, I finally got fed up enough. I said, I'm going to get it fixed, and the movie's paying for it. Mm-hmm. And so I go show up uh, at this, this uh, nose doctor, mm-hmm. and he says, I'd love to help you, but it's healed this way. You know, he says, if you want me to, re- if you want me to, f- to straighten your nose now, if you want me to fix it, I'm going to have to re-break it with a chisel. 
With a, chi- I'm sorry. With a chisel. With a <laughs> chisel. Right. That's how, that's how they do it. I suppose you got to re-break it. Was this doctor it. in the back of a white van? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this but is shaky. I, I said. I said. You know what? I'm gonna pass. It, I, I, I don't hate it that much. So I showed up at the Charlie Sheen roast with a crooked nose. I dove into Mike Tyson's fist. And, and he broke it so significantly that it was like quite literally parked under my right eye. Oh my God. Gushing blood. And now, and this was the last thing that happened on the stage at the Charlie Sheen Rose. So I've got this mangled nose and I'm, it's gushing blood. Now the show's over. Everybody's getting up and starting to leave. This guy in the crowd, he screams, Steve O, Steve O, like it's my attention. He says, Your nose needs to be set right now, which adds up with what the doctor had told me. Right. So he says, He comes. Rushing over, he says. I'm sorry, this is a guy in the crowd. A guy in the crowd at the Charlie Sheen Rose. Okay. He says, Your nose needs to be set right now. Then he, he, he goes on to say, I'm a kung fu instructor. I've set, <laughs> he says, I've set like 20 broken noses. I know what I'm doing. And so I just trusted this guy. Because See, I knew it. Like, that's that, where you and I are different. <laughs> going to the hospital sounded like a real pain in the well, tush. Well, of course it is. You know, it, was, it would have been inconvenient. I knew that from what the but doctor said. some said, kung fu guy trying to straighten <laughs> it out. But dude, I had so little to lose, man. Like, it could, he could not have made it look any worse. My face was such an unbelievable mess at this point. It was parked under my right eye. Oh my God. There was only improvement to be made. So I sat on the edge of the stage and this kung fu dude puts a thumb on either side of my nose and just wrenches it. It was the most painful. Oh. I mean, it hurt more than actually diving into Mike Tyson's fist. <laughs> but by the time this kung fu dude was done... My nose was completely straight. I mean, before and after photos demonstrate that my Mike Tyson kung fu nose job was the most unbelievable success, and it was completely for free, and it's the coolest way you could ever break your nose, plus I really needed it. Coolest way, <laughs> coolest way to break your nose and get it reset, both. Correct. It was a, it was a full-on nose That's job. It was, it, it, a, that's a full circle right there, I man. I know. I told you it's the greatest you story ever. You make terrible decisions, dude. <laughs> but look at how he ends up with a beautiful straight nose, <laughs> I right? know. I got beautiful straight nose and uh, and really, like, the greatest. Plus, I, uh, I I was on Mike Tyson's podcast. He's got this podcast called Hot Boxing, and he's, he's just killing it on there. Right. And uh, I recently got together with him, and then and, and he and I together walked th- you know through all of our sordid past and and oh, uh, each time you were yeah, yeah, all the cocaine we talked about how he smoked the cocaine which is like just the most the most incredible thing he would he he took cigarettes and and rolled in his fingers rolled the cigarette back and forth such that the tobacco fell out okay leaving nothing but a, a cylinder an empty tube mm-hmm, right. connected to the filter. Right. And and nothing but paper, just an empty tube of paper. And then he starts dumping in powder cocaine. Nothing but powder cocaine. Right. No, not mixed God. with tobacco. I'm looking at it thinking, okay, like logistically, like realistically, can't work. No way. Pure when powder. Steve-O says can't work. I just think, I'm just thinking, you know, the, the paper's going to burn like the, the cocaine. It's pure cocaine. Right. And he's packing it tight. And and then he pull he he fills up the whole thing, and uh, takes out the filter and just sure enough, so he made it work. I was so impressed. I just kept giving him more. He smoked. Oh he, man! He, he smoked these cocaine cigarettes one after another. That's how he made it through five grams of cocaine. And we You're had the both deep. So-
so lucky to be alive. <laughs> we had the most deepest, fascinating conversations for like three hours. You thought that at in, the time. In this smoke-filled... <laughs> I mean, you never saw a bathroom look more like a crack house. <laughs> and after, after like three hours, once the cocaine was gone... Then it was time for Steve-O to go. <laughs> but before... But, but, but it sounds like that bathroom is where the name of his podcast, Hot Boxing, might come from. Just about. And, and before, before I left, he said, he said, you know, Steve, everybody got you wrong. You're really smart. And I'm thinking to myself, what do I do with that? Mike Tyson just told me that I, I, I'm an intelligent man. Did he or didn't he, though? Because you were doing a lot of cocaine. Right, but I think that we were actually like we're both pretty intelligent. <laughs> well, you've certainly you, pro- you've proven that with this story. You can't follow that story up with that line. <laughs> I'm sorry, oh, Stevo. Is the Tyson uh, video is, uh, of you running New Year's oh, yeah, Is that part sure. of the show? For oh, sure. Great. Okay. Oh, wait, no, it's said like yeah, yeah. Steve-O at the Oxnard Levity Live. Four shows this weekend. Two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. This is an unbelievable uh, multimedia show. It's getting rave reviews. I see the people that react to you. They're saying it's the funniest thing they've ever seen. Well, thank you. It's it's definitely for for my almost nine years on the comedy club circuit, I have never had such emphatic, enthusiastic, positive feedback. Dean, I know we're late, but we have a couple of really quick clips of Steve-O's rap song. Do you want to hear that? (laughs) Yes, yes, we do. Smoked PCP to the point where I blacked out and destroyed fame from MOP studio. And remember, that's like the hardcore, like really right. scary gangster rap guys. Nice work. Here we go. All right, now it's like summer 2007. I'm not on PCP there. That's where I'm narrating this. You're narrating, okay? Yeah. Upstate New York at Mafia Mike's house, just smoking more PCP than a horse could handle. Probably, anyway. So I figure, hell, I haven't seen a who kid in so f***ing long. I mean, I don't even know if he's alive. But f- I'm gonna make tracks. I'm heading into Fame Studio. Boy, am I on PZP tonight. I'm gonna make a funny-ass ODB tribute song called Down with STD. How do you like this for a rap album, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> wow. What? Wow. The hell? Well, we ended strong. Thanks, <laughs> It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. I hate to uh, feel like the dumb guy. It happens to all of us from time to time. But everybody's laughing and you don't get the joke. You know what that feeling is like? Sure, right? sure. That's, it happened to me this weekend because Jensen was photoshopping himself into what looked like a theater where Pikachu was showing. Oh, that's not Photoshop, friend. <laughs> And I couldn't understand why he was doing that. Like, what was funny about him pretending to go see this kid's movie? I still don't get it, and I'm embarrassed to have to ask you, Jensen. Well, let me just make sure my friend joins us here. Oh, he brought an actual stuffed animal. Wow. What's happening? That's a Pikachu plush toy. No, it's not a Pikachu plush toy. That's a detective Pikachu plush toy. As you can see, he's wearing the hat. That's the major difference. Uh, Can I get you guys used to something you'll be hearing later this year? Mm -hmm. Okay, Um, let's let's play. And the Oscar goes to... Detective Pikachu. Wow. That's pretty huge. Uh, I saw it twice this weekend. Jensen, when was the last time you saw it? Any movie twice in a weekend. I don't think I've ever done Never, that. right? No, I don't think I've ever done that before. Uh, I loved this movie. For people who didn't hear me last week, I have no connection to Pokemon. I've never seen it before. I never have played the card game, the video game. I've never done anything involving Pokemon. Right. But something about the little hat 
you know, something about the idea that a man can become a detective by just putting on a hat really spoke to me. And I did sort of start this in a jokey way. This was like, oh, Pokemon Ball. I had so much fun at the theater this weekend. It is my favorite movie of the year so far. <laughs> it truly is. They have I just I don't even know what to do with that. It is it, it's so f- okay the idea being Detective Pikachu, right? It's uh-huh. a world where Pokémon, which is the large character group based, uh-huh, right? They live harmoniously uh, amongst us humans. Right. And the world is almost like Blade Runner looking, except there's cute little creatures everywhere you look. Okay. And, a, and But a, how is this different from every other I mean, how is this different from the Chipmunks movie? You know well, what I mean? Where you have a little kid's character living in a real world interacting with people. It's totally different. And, I'll, and, I, and this I actually mean for reals. Because it's it's done by, uh, the directed by this guy, Rob Letterman, who allowed Ryan Reynolds to come in and basically be Deadpool light with... Oh, book. really? Yeah, so the comedy really. is sort of the same? A hundred percent. I laughed more in this movie than really anything else this entire year. There's really funny jokes in it. And if you like Deadpool and you want to maybe age it down a slight bit, I mean, he does say, like, damn, which was crazy to wow. hear. Or putts, which I thought was a weird thing to hear. Um, but it is sort of... It's a PG movie, which right. this movie should technically be G, uh, a, a movie like this. But it's PG, and it's really funny and really good and adult-themed. And, and if you have a kid, especially, and you don't love going to kid movies, this is the one you're going to have a lot of fun at. Parents do have to find those because kids want to go see things that they hate. And every once in a while when something comes around, you go, oh, I think this one might actually be okay for me, too. Yeah. That's this is why you'd rather end up at Lego than Angry Birds. Yes. And right? This is... There's a difference between quality. Exactly. Right. And this is way more in line with Lego than it is. Uh, like anything dumb, like an Ice Age kind of movie. This is a very fun adultish. There's a really fun Easter egg in it. I don't think I'm spoiling anything, but this really funny time when they go into a detective's office mm-hmm. and the guy's like, oh, he watches all these gangster movies. And if you look close, it's the gangster movie from Home Alone, <laughs> which like no kid's going to understand. <laughs> like, you know, clearly there are things that are for the adults, which is a lot of the Ryan Reynolds stuff. And then there's stuff that plays towards kids. Now, did Kingo also? Because he actually is a Pokemon fan. He used to play the Pokemon thing on his phone and everything. Number did one, he go it's to this? Pokemon. You're saying it's sorry, a tr- sorry, like sorry. a true Pokemon novice, <laughs> right? Right. Uh, I apologize. Be, uh, King of Mexico, you there? Yeah, I went. He went. <laughs> Of course he did. It makes sense that Dave would go. Now You're I, the one that's still now confusing I'm, me. Yeah, oh, now, hold on. now I am embarrassed. Hold I on. went. Dave, did you go twice? Only once. Okay. Oh, All right. Okay. But I mean, you, I did you get it did by you the time? But you know, Mother's Day. Ugh. Right. <laughs> did you love it, Dave? Loved it. Yeah. Oh wow. I'm okay. telling you, it's super fun. You. Do, I mean, like I said, I walked in with nothing. I googled what do I need to know to see Detective Pikachu, <laughs> and it said I, nothing. I, no, I read like <laughs> three minutes of something. I was like, oh, that makes sense. That's all I needed to do, and it was so fun. And honestly, I don't know how they're going to have him walk up there and accept the Best Actor Oscar. <laughs> like, I don't know what's going to happen in this universe now that we live in. And also, guys. It's so. It's not a Marvel movie or a Star Wars movie. It's a fun new kind of property that you can get behind. I just. I can't. I just can't. Mm-mm. I. I'm sorry, guys. I can't. I just don't. I'm telling you. Okay, I will take one of you. After you saw it once and you loved it. Yes. And then the thought came to your mind to see it again, and then you probably immediately said, "No, that's ridiculous." Well, but I, then ended up talking yourself into it. I didn't have any of those feelings. I said, None. I, had, "I had a ton of fun." There's so much stuff that goes on everywhere you look. There's a different Pokemon character. There's jokes I missed the first round, and seeing it a second time, I liked it even more. Can we cut to the chase and have you admit that your wife has left you? 
Because that's well, the only way you would have this kind of I mean, time does, to go see the movie sure twice. Does seem well, that way. if it makes you feel any better, I'm seeing it a third time. You know uh, you're not. But that time I'll be sleeping in the theater uh, because <laughs> Danielle's not letting me back in the house. <laughs> no, she's fine with it. She she thinks it's stupid and sort of shook her head at me. But she saw it the first time with me. Uh-huh. And when she was leaving, she was like, that was really good. This uh, listener says it's actually a really good detective movie. Yes. The Pokemon are just the icing on the cake. That's true. If it played without the Pokemon, you still would have, I mean, it's a little cheesy in that way, but that's it's mostly for kids. Mm-hmm. But if you if it had no Pokemon in it, it's just a cool noir. It's all like influenced by like 1920s detective movies. You know, like there's kind of a references to His Girl Friday and all these things that no kids are going to understand. But yet, it's it makes you smile. And also, in this world, in this universe where every day it feels like the world is crumbling, let Detective Pikachu raise your life. Raise your life. Like, let it, the whole thing. Just positivity. Your, your whole existence will be happier because of a little creature with a little detective hat. I will allow it. I will not go, but I will allow it. <laughs> You'd be surprised. Little do you I will know. allow it. I will not go, but I will allow it. And Allie? I support you, and I love the fact that you have no time for him when he doesn't have his hat on. No, I don't want to. That delights me. No, I don't ever want to know what he's like without his hat on. That's garbage. The Kevin and Bean Show. The world famous K-Rock. Allie is here with a look at the final what's happening for the day. Well, Father of the Bride, Vampire Weekend's amazing new album that just came out on the third is, well, their third number one album in a row. Yeah. Not bad, you guys. And it also logs the biggest week ever for a rock album in 2019. Hmm. Has there ever been a band who put out a song more on brand than Vampire Weekend's track from the new album, Unbearably White? I do love it. <laughs> I do love it. Yeah. I, I feel like it's it's wonderful, A, that they can kind of make fun of themselves. Or like, we get it. You guys think we're into khakis and polos, and it's all about a pep rally. But this this album is so much more mature now than that. And Don't you trust really Whitey. you really see their growth. I love point. this album so much. Bean, what's Co-sign. your favorite what's your Co-sign. favorite track? Do you have a favorite? Um I don't remember the names of them. Mm-hmm. Which track uh, number? This life is one, this life or that life? Wonderful. That might be my favorite. Uh, Wonderful song. This yeah. life. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. I like it a lot. All right, you guys. I'm just saying. If you want to check out Father of the Bride by Vampire Weekend, a great album. And if you can't find a song um, in the 18 tracks that you don't love, maybe something's wrong with you. That's all I'm saying. It's on you. Yeah, it's on you. All right. So I told you about the live event taking place on May 22nd. It's Norman Lear's classic sitcoms, All in the Family and the Jeffersons, going to do each show live with a whole new cast of characters. Jimmy Kimmel and Norman Lear, executive producing, and Jimmy Kimmel's going to host the live event on the 22nd. It's amazing to me that Norman Lear, who created the show, is still alive, yet almost... Every one of the cast members, mm-hmm. <laughs> they have to recast their dead yeah. from that show. Almost. Uh, he's, he's he's in his 90s. Yeah, but he's like still with it and funny on yeah. Twitter and stuff. Yeah, 96 years old. Norman Lear. Well, we now have the cast for the All in the Family live show. <laughs> Thanks for asking. Archie Bunker will be played by Woody Harrelson. Edith Bunker, played by Marissa Tomei. Their daughter, Gloria, will be played by Ellie Kemper. Her husband, Meathead will be played by Ike Barinholtz. Okay. Love it. Great Perfect. casting. Wonderful. Oh, and the next-door neighbor, Frank Lorenzo, will be played by Sean Hayes. 
Then, with the Jeffersons, George Jefferson, played by Jamie Foxx, Wheezy, played by Wanda Sykes, Tom Willis will be Will Ferrell, and then uh, George's brother, Henry, will be played by Anthony Anderson. Real All good right. job. Real good job. You guys, this is going to be kind of a, well, it's a live event. It's going to be quite the event on May 22nd. Who, who's playing uh, Allie and her husband, Chip? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to you play the clip? I'm Allie McKay. I'm here with my husband, Chip. I just wonder, yeah. who's gonna, who have they cast for that for, I mean, for the Jeffersons? Listen. I mean, they're still alive, so. When you've got uh, Wheel of Fortune on in the background after you watch Jeopardy, because it's the most amazing show ever, and you hear, I'm Allie McKay, and this is my husband, Chip, you run into the room to see what you look like. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's important. Fascinating. Sure. Absolutely fascinating. By the way, one more week of uh, teachers' uh, tournament before James Holzauer comes back on the 20th. Be not a day last week went yeah, by not, literally not a day. Jeopardy talk. She gets it into every segment. Yeah. I mean, She's, I wasn't uh, going to down till the return of James. I wasn't going to. Can I tell you, mm-hmm. and I hate to I hate to co-sign on Ali's Jeopardy Well, don't do that here. then. Go no, ahead. no, but yeah. the, I saw the most fascinating Jeopardy-related article, and I think you guys are going to agree with me when I tell you. These shows were filmed months ago, right? Mm-hmm. How do you suppose they keep spoilers from getting out? Because people who are there in the audience know if and when James loses. How do you suppose they get they stop people from talking about it? From not going on social media and saying, hey, I was there when James loses. As someone who worked on Mass Singer, I don't know the answer to this. I couldn't believe we weren't spoiled within They took out the audience. No. They put them down. Huh? No. 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 Oh, you think they, they walked them immediately yeah. and, and just cattle prod every yep. one of them? <laughs> they, this is what they do. They come out ahead of the taping and they say, hey, guys, if you wouldn't mention this to anybody, we'd appreciate it. That's it? <laughs> and that is it. And no NDAs, the, nothing. The, no NDAs, nothing like no penalty. They can't do anything. Anyone who was there of the hundreds of people that are there for the tapings is free to spoil it. But they're all Jeopardy fans, mm-hmm. and they all have respect for the game and respect for the rules, and nobody ever says anything. Hmm. That's Ali, am I right about this? Uh, yeah, and I'll tell you this. I'm not saying I'm I'm a young Jeopardy fan, but I'm a very young Jeopardy fan. So the people there, probably not on what, social media, what's yeah, the internet? right? Yeah. Right, <laughs> and they're probably only telling people in their senior home sure. who <laughs> forgot it five seconds. Their later. flip phones but, aren't yeah. helping. But them. I mean, this is but the James story has become a, a media sensation far beyond game show fans right. to the point where there's real national interest in how mm. far this guy's going to go. The fact that it hasn't been spoiled and for no reason other than just people are being cool, I think is worth a mention. Uh, well, I'll tell you why it probably also hasn't been spoiled. Because he hasn't lost. And may never. Right. He may be the last Jeopardy champion ever. He might be. It's never quit. It's insane, you guys. It's just nuts. Uh, so This Is Us has finally been renewed. We were worried about it. No one was worried about it. Um, however, uh, it is surprising that the length of the deal for which it was renewed uh, was three more seasons, you guys. That's an exceptionally rare level of commitment for a scripted show to receive from a network. But this is also the same show that, you know, during the first episode, they were like, uh, by the way, we're going to gonna go ahead and, and renew you. And then halfway through season one, they're like, we're going to go ahead and renew you for two seasons. <laughs> you sure love that show. So they, they saw it for the juggernaut. 
for which it is. But um, now begins all the hot takes like, okay, well, if it's renewed for three more years, that means a total of six years. Is that the end of This Is Us? Who knows? I, I remember, do you remember the story about how they didn't want to lose him? Like, they, he could have went to different studios or different networks. So they Dan were even, Fogelman. yeah, they mm-hmm. were even thinking about bringing back bringing Mark Paul Gosselaar's show. So yes. I think this was like, we like you so much, we're going to mm-hmm. make you insanely rich even just yeah. today. Yeah. And then we'll deal with all your, you know, renewals down the road. Yeah, it's it's good to be Dan Fogelman oh, yeah. right now, for sure. Uh, Bean, uh, we need to talk about this. You were gone when the Mm. royal baby was born, and we were all floored to find out that the kid's name was Archie. Not Archibald, not anything, not a shortening of it. It, The baby's name is Archie. Royal baby. I mean, I I have been pushing that name for some time on this show. Well, that's what shocked us. I mean, Jensen. Yeah, but he also once said it would be a good name for the royal baby. Absolutely, that's what shocked us. Mean. How did you make that call? Because it's a great name, right? But there's a lot of great names. Uh, can't answer that. Wow. I, guess, I I mean, I was uh, pleased and surprised, and I have a feeling that Archie is now going to be such a popular name, Jensen, that you can't name your baby that because you'll just be jumping on the bandwagon. Correct. Well, I'm, thank God we didn't go with Archie because now we'd be scrambling. <laughs> sure. Getting all the monogram towels thrown out, all that stuff. Well, although Mother's Day <laughs> in the U.K. takes place on March 22nd before Meghan Markle was officially a mom. She did celebrate baby Archie just in time for Mother's Day here in the U.S. I don't know if you saw this picture. It is just his adorable little feet being lovingly cradled by his mom. But it was also a tribute to Princess Diana because her favorite flower, forget-me-nots, were seen in the background. And then she wrote, paying tribute to all mothers today, past, present, mothers-to-be, and those lost but forever remembered. We honor and celebrate each and every one of you. You're talking a lot, but you're not saying anything. It's a beautiful thing. Wow. All right. Come on, Allie. It's all right. Well, I was going to launch into what would um, Bean do with an accent, but I don't think you deserve it now. Some birthdays for you. It should have a point or something. Don't penalize the audience. Oh, no. This is Bean's No, I'll penalize the audience and they will blame it on Jensen. I see. Okay. I mean, what would someone in uh, England say? I don't that? know, but how did Jensen get blamed? I don't know what I got. That wasn't my drop. <laughs> oh, was it? No. Oh, I thought no, that was it was Bean. Impressive. It's your boy. Oh, no, I'm not, Bean. Sorry, the oh, other boy, yeah. screw you, Bean. Never yeah. mind. Oh. Fair, fair enough. So what, what would someone say? Look, the baby has cute feet. <laughs> That's gross. All right. Right? <laughs> Worth yeah. it. Yeah. I'm in defeat, especially on little babies. Okay, um, you made it. You made it gross. I hope he has a website. <laughs> so I can look at his feet ba- all the time. Babyfeet.com. Babyfeet.com. Oh my God. <laughs> creepy direction. He's trying to kill the character. Oh, yeah. He really is. <laughs> well done. Just wrap it up with something not so feet related. Wish I could touch the feet. <laughs> that seems like it is feet related. Oh, could I? Could I lick them? No. Oh. Happy birthday, Stevie Wonder, Harvey Keitel, Robin Pattinson, Dennis Rodman, Stephen Colbert, Meghan Darius, Markle. Darius let me Rucker. have your baby's feet. Put him in my belly. <laughs> oh, good. Fat bastard. He did it. He went full fat bastard. <laughs> <sighs> 
happening. Thanks, Allie. You drive home today. Listen to a commercial. <laughs> Commercial-free 5 p.m. hour, random act of helpfulness. Me, SoCal Helpful Honda Dealers. Tomorrow morning, an all-new Kevin and Bean show. we got What's Up with Florida. Bean says that he almost died. Bummer. Uh, hey, how dare you? Dangerously close to death. It involved fire, and it involved a 911 call. It wow. Was ser- it was serious, you guys. Hmm. And we have a pair of tickets to the <laughs> Game of Thrones live concert experience. Try to contain your enthusiasm as I think well. all of us, it sounded like we were all disappointed it didn't go yeah, through. It's <laughs> the Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.